I'll tell you what I know on the way. But don't expect all the answers. It's all about what a man does. Hello everybody and welcome again to the Letters Peppercast. Uh, I'm Steve, joined by my co-host. I'm Dave. <laughs> hey Dave, thanks for joining me. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the game Fury. I think it's pronounced Fury and not Furry, right? It's, it depends on where you're from. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Spelled F-U-R-I. Uh, you can check it out on Steam and I think a couple other platforms as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick preface, this will be spoiler heavy because I will be filleting the game for the extent of this podcast. It's pretty much what we do <laughs> yeah. for anything we've covered so Salt far. Saltcast for games that we love. <laughs> yes. I mean, one day we'll probably change up the formula or something. Maybe, if we find something like, we really hate. This game fucking sucked. <laughs> but typically if you hate a game, you don't play it for that long. That's true. I would like to believe that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end up Dota 2 another time. Uh, I mean, Dave. I mean, Steve. Yeah, so... Do you want to hit up some of the game stats in uh, the background? Sure. So there, the game was made by somebody no one knows, the Game Bakers. Um, I don't know who they are. I don't know who they are either. So, uh, but it was released uh, 2016, which is a good year. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I my flask. Uh, it was actually a lot of people played it because it came out. Um, from what I from what I saw, a lot of people actually played the game for PlayStation Four. Uh, when it came out, and it was available for free at, uh, during a time on uh, PSN. People did. Fuck, I entirely missed out on that then. Yeah, I mean, I definitely did by two years. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> but uh, I, I regret not playing it for as long as I did. Um, when you played it, did you play it on PlayStation? No, uh, I saw it on Steam. I think I was tracking it because I saw like a trailer. I'm like, that looks badass as shit. Yeah. So the hype was built. And then I think it came out at like somewhere between twenty and thirty, so it was a reasonable price point. Yeah, and I was like, "We're doing it." Mm-hmm. So I got it once it came out. I've had, I think I had it on my wish list for like forever, but it was never must buy priority. Yeah. I didn't have it like I didn't realize how good it was until I played it. Um, I tried to hype it up, but the people were like Dave, shut the fuck <laughs> up. I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> but it's a good game though. Just check it out. I know, and I was like. Why are you guys telling me to shut up? No, that's... <laughs> Going back to the first joke. Uh, we really got to fix these names. Yeah. Anyways, Joshua. Um... <laughs> no, but uh, essentially the game, uh, mechanically, you want to you talk about what the game is moment to moment. Like, what is Fury? What type of game is this? Jake just adjusted his glasses while looking at me like a big interview. Um... <laughs> and Q! <laughs> So basically, it's a just boss rush. Mm-hmm. So you have a fight, you have some cutscene and some dialogue to get more backstory, and then you're on to the next fight. And it's kind of like a rinse and repeat. And you go through... I'm not going to give the number of bosses, because that's better if it's a surprise. Yeah. Until I spoil it later. Dave, um, Dave's already given a spoiler disclaimer. I'm giving another one. <laughs> <laughs> Play the game if you have absolutely any interest in it. Yeah. And probably if you don't. And then listen to the podcast. That's it. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> but it starts uh, where you're essentially in this prison and some guy breaks you out of prison. He's like, hey, kill the jailer. And so you fight this guy who's standing in front of you. It's kind of taunting you. And you have kind of a circular arena for combat. And using your right analog stick, you can shoot a laser gun. And then tapping X, you can, I think, hit with your sword. Yeah, I believe that's I believe that's correct. I got this cool katana vibe going on. 
Um, and you can also guard impact attacks, or kind of like parry, if you tell mm-hmm. it correctly, with B. And that's essentially the game. You can also dash with A. Yeah, there's there's some other controls. Yeah, but essentially avoiding their attacks and then hitting them mm-hmm. and just getting their health down. And now you have three full bars of health, and the enemy also has however many bars of health. But essentially, if you beat out a phase of theirs and you take their one bar all the way down, any health you would have gained during, sorry, any health you would have lost during that fight uh, gets regained back to your full bar. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. So if you guys are having like a nice scrum, he starts to wail on you a little bit, and you get into half health, and then he knocks you down and takes out the health bar, mm-hmm. you kind of have to start over Yeah, for that phase. Yeah, I think you actually, um, if you're missing one of your bars on the bottom, it'll actually uh, refill that too. You'll get like, you'll get a pip, oh, yeah. and then your full bar will recharge. Nice. So um, it can be more than a full health bar if you're like about dead, mm-hmm. which is a really nice you can kind of learn the game the game lets you make some mistakes yeah. might lose your health i feel like the reason you have three health pips and full bars is because if you start out you don't know the enemy you don't know the mechanics of the fight or maybe you're still learning the controls and then once you figure that out you're like okay if he does this i'm gonna parry him and then slap him in the face a little bit right and so you get that buffer time to adjust so you're not usually having to re-grind boss fights mm-hmm. unless I'm sure we'll get to one later that like consistently <laughs> fucked us up. Yes, for sure. Yeah, the game the game is very difficult, and there are many times that you know I went back to a continue screen, which is if you run out of uh, health bars, attempts essentially. But you always, assuming that you learn from your mistake as soon as you make it, and you lost a full bar of health, you'll beat the game without ever seeing a continue screen. Yeah, as long as long as you never make the same mistake twice, then you'll make it to the end like that. Now, I don't know that many people that did. I don't know of anyone personally. I don't do it in real life. I don't do it in this game. Sure. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the bosses are the bosses are super hype. So the first boss is essentially functioning as a tutorial, right? Like, you'll have limited access to your abilities. The game says, specifically do this. Like, mm-hmm. this is how you parry. This is how you attack. It gives you the tooltips as you, as you go. Yeah. It doesn't teach you everything. There's like there's a few things that I wasn't even sure of until really close to the game, like the ability to parry projectiles. Um, what? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And you kind of so it lets you figure some stuff out. It doesn't tell you absolutely everything, but mastering the basics—if you actually master the basics—that can get you through the game. Yeah, and also the combat always feels really smooth. Obviously, some of the boss fights are some moves are telegraphed to a degree. Yeah, but. As you go, it gets quicker, and you learn to pick up on certain cues. Mm-hmm. You also have audio cues for when they're about to strike. Yeah. So you can time that parry, and it's so rewarding. Yeah, there's like a flash of light. There's a, a little flash before uh, attack. But some, atta- some enemies have um, slower attacks, mm-hmm. so they might be like two fast attacks, one slower like overhead smash or something. Yeah. So you... You kind of aggressively parry early, yeah. and then like the hand comes across the face, yeah. and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> um, first boss, though. Yes, first boss. Uh, canon- canonically known as the chain. Uh, the, the most... The uh, first link of bosses. Yes, yeah. Uh, this, is, this is the boss that's uh, basically designed to make you hate the bosses. Uh, kind of at least to set the game up as they're they're clearly the antagonist to you. Mm-hmm. So you're released from your cell by uh, 
guy with this weird bunny hat and like a walking stick staff thing. Hashtag anime. Yeah. <laughs> Called The Voice. And he gives you the uh, the line that's re- recurring through the, the series. Uh, the, the jailer, jailer is the key. key. Kill him, him and you'll be free. And you'll be free. Um, and I, I feel like for, for most people, that, that first boss, you don't need too much more incentive to kill him. He's constantly taunting you. I swear I'll put you right back in your cell. There's an easy way and a hard way. You choose. <laughs> Excellent choice. He's trying to, uh, to, to get you to go back in your cell. He's just like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kill you. It's like I'll make you beg to go back in your cell. Is one yeah. of the things he says. Um, and he's he's kind of just there to 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 build up your drive to escape. Um, but graphically, really interesting. Like he he has a, a bunch of masks, like a mask helmet, essentially, and they'll like rotate throughout the fight. Right? Yeah, I think it's if you imagine kind of like a Zenyatta face. The three mm-hmm. of those. One is. Like an angry Onamusha type face. Mm. Then you have one that's kind of a Buddha happy smile, and one that's, I think, a sad, just a sad white guy face. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of colorful language for that one. But then he also has uh, essentially like a laser disc mm-hmm. on his back, which kind of represents like the phases he goes through for the attacks. Interesting. I actually missed that. I think it corresponds to his health bars as well. Oh, he's got like a little dead space health tracker on the back. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I think it's more for like how his combat changes. Interesting. Kind of like his style mm-hmm. at the moment. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't have too much trouble with him. You know, maybe got it's pretty knocked, easy knocked back a couple times. But um, definitely gets you hyped for the rest of the game. Oh, yeah. Like, after you beat a boss, there's there's usually, or I guess in all cases, there's like a walking segment mm-hmm. where you can just, uh, the game prompts you, like, hey, here's your auto-walk button. Just hold this for a second, and you will walk all the way to the next boss. Yeah. Like, you'll see a cutscene once you arrive, and then you'll be right into the next boss. That is the gameplay. Um, there's a couple points where you can, like, walk back, and the voice is the, the bunny guy. He'll, he'll, like, follow you through this um, and try to... Uh, Try to like lead you to the next boss. Maybe give you a little bit some some tips, um, some warnings about it. And uh, sometimes if you like stray off the path, you'll have like a couple um, kind of yeah quips yeah. basically, little pieces of dialogue. But don't worry, I know them. I can help. Believe me, what's waiting at the end of all this is so worth the trouble. Um, but it's 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 linear, right? It's the yeah. definition of linear. It seems kind of boring by that description alone, but you really learn a lot about the game and its backstory through these little pieces of information that you get from the voice. That's true. And at this point, you really don't know anything about the character, the voice, or his motivations. And your character, who later gets referred to as the Stranger, Mm -hmm. because I don't think you have a name. I think the closest is Ryder at the very end. Ryder? Okay. Yeah. But you don't have a real name. Yeah, it's just... But your character doesn't speak at all, Mm -hmm. so you're only going off of what you're getting from the voice. Yes. And also, as you're progressing through the areas, you're essentially going to different cells of this celestial prison. Yeah. That's kind of uh, off of the planet's atmosphere. Yeah. And you're getting closer and closer to the planet as you go. So you get to see these really beautiful landscapes of these different areas. Everything seems kind of a little bit... 80s new age 
yeah there's vibe. there's like technology blended with nature on yeah. these like discs and it's just it's really cool and you still have the music playing mm-hmm. uh, throughout as you walk so it gets you hyped for the next fight yeah the music's unavoidable <laughs> like we, we can't go that far into this episode without talking about the music because it it cuts in right at the beginning yeah uh it's super hype yeah it's all i think do we have a list here i don't have a list i know it's kind of a wave shaper perturbator-esque yeah uh it's got some uh, scattle in there mm-hmm. and uh danger danger was the other one yeah mm-hmm. and yeah the the, the ost is great uh, I would say almost listen to the soundtrack, listen to this podcast, like stop listening to the podcast, go listen to the soundtrack, <laughs> and then after you play the game, yeah, and then listen to the podcast. Again. Yeah, come back, come back to the podcast. We need the please. views, <laughs> or the listens. I don't know what that's called. Yeah, no, uh, we need views specifically. <laughs> Listening's not enough. <laughs> if you're not watching that progress bar right now, <laughs> not a true fan. But uh, the music's amazing. The music is easily one of the like top five uh, game uh, original soundtracks oh, yeah. I've personally and played it on YouTube at work many a time it might just be the best like and that's that's heavy I've played games like Nier I've played games like Undertale see I know it's like, tough, those are right? right up there with it's me, right so I there can't, I can't flat out say it's the best I just love this type of music no it's super good I was listening to it I was listening to it today actually <laughs> it just, there's, just, there's no escaping it for me but getting, getting prepped but the music's uh, intertwined, intertwined in the uh, the story. It's it really like in the walking sections between the boss fights. It'll it'll cut it back a bit. It'll take it back. And a lot as if you're listening to the OST, a lot of times tracks will have a kind of like a slower, uh, lower BPM kind mm-hmm. of start, and it feeds into a the drop, which yeah. is amazing. Like goes straight into the boss fight, and. Uh, I think that without the walking sections kind of in the game where the voice is talking to you, trying to motivate you for the next fight, saying, like, we need to get out of here, right? Yeah. Um, the pacing would have felt, uh, like, really rushed. It would be really hard to keep up with it. In the game. Yeah, if you just went to the next room and they're like, oh, hey, like, what did you do in another room? You're like, I killed a guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's bad. Okay, I gotta stop you. <laughs> that's illegal. <laughs> Killing people is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was uh, after that first boss. There's many more. Um, we don't have to cover all of them, but um, we can we can mention a few. Yeah, for sure. Because the next one is the strap. Mm-hmm. Who that character is also locked in in the, a sense. Yeah, the other prisoner. Yeah. Um, for character design, I'm gonna say it looks like the lamp from Pixar. Yeah. That jumps and squashes the eye, mm-hmm. the letter eye, and it's. It's surprisingly accurate, but this character doesn't really have a motivation as far as you know. It is just constantly screaming and like frantically trying to attack you because you're just there. Yeah, yeah. It's clearly mad. Yeah. So though it is technically also a jailer, it's more of a prisoner that is a jailer of convenience because (laughs) it's a buffer for you leaving that next tier. Let's put a crazy person between us and them. Yeah. (laughs) But you and me, we know that being locked up fucks you up inside. We know that so well, don't we? Uh, the next was the the line. Do you remember that fight? That was the the old Aborigine guy. <laughs> yeah. 
He could control time, and there were some warnings mm. from the voice beforehand. The old man coming up. There's more to him than meets the eye. A master of time, so they say. Um, that was an interesting fight because the if you tried to just rush it, you're being super aggressive. Take the fight as fast as you can. Uh, it's much, much harder. Uh, he reflects so many of your attacks and it builds an intensity that if you're just unloading on the guy the whole fight... Um, You've now the, filled the screen with bullets that you have to dodge. Yeah, it's the definition of a bullet hell game at that point. And some of his later... Uh, as you're getting to the later phases, uh, he requires you can't just shoot at him the constant like constantly. He requires like specific movements and a pattern, like a flow you get into. Yeah, and it kind of feeds into this whole like he just wants this sort of tranquility order piece. Um, he wants his clocks to start ticking again. Is basically his his opening line. But I'm here to make my clocks tick again. Um, really interesting fight. It took me a couple attempts to beat that guy for sure. You remember the uh, the next guy at all? The scale, yeah, he was a a real fucker. To say <laughs> I'm glad you said it. I can't say I it, know, but it's know. we don't swear so much. This was the worst boss for me. This was the hardest boss, I should yeah, say. Yeah, because all of his attacks, like if he hits you, kind of adds like this poison, mm-hmm. kind of blurs your screen a little bit. Yeah, which is mildly annoying. And then a lot of the bosses, I think, no, all of the bosses, mm-hmm. when you get to their last bar, they kind of have an invulnerability phase where it's like, hey, I'm going to do a lot of crazy shit. Don't die. Yeah. So he kind of sets like this waffle pattern of Just poison, poison lasers, on the ground, yeah. And you have to avoid that. It's shooting out other rings of attacks. You, you have to dodge between that as well. It's It's crazy. <sighs> And he's, I just, there's a special animation if he actually beats you, or every time he depletes one of your health bars, he like stab you, stabs you with essentially two harpoons. Yeah. And uh, I saw that so many times, <laughs> so many times. Shaking out of the pure harpoons. Yeah, no, it's a little bit, a little bit of a problem. Man, you soldier, so much power, but so much pain. Um, but. Definitely an interesting boss. And this guy, this guy, um, he has like, he's, he's one of the first bosses, I feel like, where they, uh, the voice talks to you beforehand and is like, hey, this guy's gonna, he's basically lost his mind. He's going crazy. Don't listen to whatever he says. I doubt he can speak at all. Mm-hmm. He says that and then the fight starts up and he talks a lot. The scale talks a lot and it's all about revenge on you. Finally! <laughs> And how he's your mirror, essentially. And it's just it's one of the bosses that the, the dialogue starts to get you thinking about what's actually going on in this game that the the voice uh, wants to escape this prison with you. Yeah. Um, it's also the first time that you hear essentially go to a very destroyed area. And he says, Yeah, this guy's kinda been crazy since like the meteor hit. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. So you're getting a little bit more backstory. And you're wondering why this character, outside of the other three you've already encountered, has so much disdain for you. Yeah. Because you're like, I don't, I don't know you. I'm just killing dudes on the way to get out of prison. But it starts to open up some questions for you mm-hmm. as to what's going on in the backstory, what's going on with your character. Yeah, I remember one of the lines from the voice here is you're... Uh... 
approaching the bosses uh it only took one it's like it's it's the amount of devastation from just one impact wiped out in one single impact one yeah you're just like that's crazy you know like how's this which we'll get into eventually <laughs> so at this point you know you built up all that frustration you get through uh, the voice goes ahead and takes care of the guy in the next room, obviously. Um, or he says he does. Mm-hmm. Says, you know, I need to carry my my share, too. I've already taken care of the Guardian in this room. After the last, Jailers, I felt you deserved a little more from me. I know you're itching to talk about the next guy. Yes. Okay. So the Do next... you have a bone or a fool? <laughs> the next guy is the hand. <laughs> so we've completed that innuendo, I guess. But... Uh, <laughs> So the the introduction for the the hand is he's um, the voice says this is this is the guy that uh, that imprisoned you that actually brought you in here, and the opening cutscene has um, he looks essentially like a paladin he's basically a paladin an energy paladin, <laughs> and uh, he's got a, a small boy with him um, who you come to realize is his son, and uh, the the kid runs away from you. Yeah. And the, the dad steps in, essentially the, the hand steps in and challenges you to a fight, right? I really enjoyed this fight. What did what did you think about this one? That was good. Yeah, you liked it? <laughs> There's... I'm going to my throat. Um, yeah, he's a pretty balanced fighter for sure. Mm. Um, doesn't do anything too crazy until his final sequence where he just starts wailing on the attack after attack. Yeah. But... He's just a martial fighter. That's that's yeah. a refreshing thing. He doesn't throw poison at you. He's like got some laser attacks and he hits you. But with they're the, they're the straight weapon. beams. They're not yeah. projectiles. He's filling the area with. And also, I do remember when he first talks to his son because his son sees you first, kind of runs away. Yeah. And then his dad's like calms him down, puts on his helmet, and he's like, "It's okay to be afraid." Yeah. But it's it's what we do with that fear if we like rise up to the challenge or if we just run away. Mm-hmm. He who knows no fear, knows no courage. I take mine from you. We are what we fight for. Uh, but yeah, I think that uh, that fight overall is actually... Actually, it's so refreshing after the scale. Mm-hmm. Like, there are those transitions. He's using lasers, he's using his weapon. But for the most part, he just tries to hit you. If you shoot him, he punishes you by reflecting. Yeah, he has, a, like any paladin, a sword and a shield. Yes. So just deflecting anything is fucking pointless. Yeah. If you do a, f- a fully charged shot, because you can charge your projectile and fire it at him. Mm-hmm. If you do a fully charged shot, it uh, it comes back and hits you for, I think, like four bars of damage. Something Ooh. obscene. It just chunks through you. Um, so you don't do that. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a really satisfying fight. And it's it's honestly like one of the first ones the game throws at you where it's like, I'm not. I'm not really sure I'm the good guy anymore. Yeah, like you mentioned before, since he's the guy who took you in. Yeah, uh, he also did it with, I think, an army of like a hundred other people. Mm. He led the men who captured you, hundreds of them against you. Was that fair? And you're like, hey, I am what? awesome. Yeah, it's like, why am I this kind of badass? <laughs> where I need like, a hundred and one people to mm. imprison me. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm I'm a badass, and then you're like, wait, am I bad? <laughs> Are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? Um, but yeah, really satisfying fight. Uh, the kid's gone, you know, if you actually beat him at the end. 
Yeah. Well, the kid runs away. Let's, let's preface. Away. <laughs> yeah, the kid's gone. <laughs> <laughs> we just killed the dad. That's yeah, it. yeah. The kid's probably fine. <laughs> he's uh, he's falling through the atmosphere, actually, since all these platforms are suspended above the planet. <laughs> I think we can move on from the hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, after the hand, I mean, just to, to solidify the feeling that uh, maybe you're not the good guy, you, your next opponent is the song, right? Yeah. Um, so do you remember the the song in the area before the fight? I thought like the song was like, "Hey Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my hey Mickey, <laughs> Mickey. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> no, the song is a very mercy esque uh, archetype character, but you have a cutscene with her before you get engaged with battle, where you have some dialogue. I shouldn't say dialogue; she talks at you because you don't you don't ever speak. Yeah, not even once. But she's essentially pleading with you, saying like. Hey, like, don't progress further. Don't try and escape. Yeah. She's like, I can share with you stories of my world. You can share with me stories of yours. We can come to, like, build a relationship and yeah. stuff. And we'll take care of you here. I'll tell you the tales of my world. You will tell me yours. It's really nice, too. You've got, like, oh, yeah. that fountain there. It's this garden-like world. Each of these platforms is different. You go through I've a never portal, been offered right? a garden in my life. Maybe I need to go to prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... If you actually wait, I think there's like a time for like two minutes. Yeah, I think it's a you little... You do get an ending mm-hmm. where you stay there, and that's it. Yeah. Our garden will blossom. Um, but if you try to continue from that point, it makes you try the game over. Yes. So, myself, I'm sure Jake included, we're like, that sounds great, but I, I need to progress the game. Mm-hmm. Or more, I need to get off this, get off this damn boat. Yeah. So you leave, and she's like... You're going to, like, fucking spit this in my face? I've yeah. offered you everything. <laughs> How dare you shun me? But you're just going to try and walk away from it. And she's like, well, I'm not going to let you leave. Right. And then she gains wings. Her halo becomes a combat visor. And then she has two <laughs> fucking repeater crossbows. She's pretty great. No, that's a good fight for sure. It's an interesting stage, too, because you're all just... This is one of the, the first ones where it's like, hey... There's a lot of, like, null space, essentially. Yeah. Space you can't be in between these platforms and just a lot of jumping around and dodging. Um, yeah, once the fight actually starts, you feel less bad about rejecting her offer. You're just like, all right, like... Yeah, when it comes about it. Yeah, <laughs> when it comes down, if you're going to be a jerk, then I'm not going to feel bad. <laughs> you made me do this to you. I didn't want to hurt you, but I will. But yeah, eventually... Um, you know, you do defeat her. It took me a couple attempts for sure. Um, not as much as scale to scale just ruined me forever. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that is that is uh, one of the one of the last fights we're coming up on. But uh, but yeah, after the after the song, uh, do you remember the next fight? I was the, the lead up. I remember fight. all of these, Jake. As <laughs> I also recently re-researched them today. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, Actually, I guess if, if you want to talk about the fight, I'll talk about right before the fight. This this was an interesting part. As you're walking up uh, to the burst, it is the next boss. Uh, there's you essentially get scanned by uh, some of these like drones mm-hmm. that the boss has, and uh, they perform. They give you some information about your character that can kind of start le- filling in some of these questions or even causing more questions. And one of them is that your your uh, uh, heart's like BPM is like. Four or five or something like that. Fifteen, I think, is what it was. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, well, that's not good. Like, that's a serious medical condition for a normal human being. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, they're just there to give you those questions right before that next fight. Mm-hmm. Heart rate, 8 BPM. Maximum speed, 73 kilometers per hour. No structural damage. Analyzing DNA. Error, DNA unknown. Uh, so how did, how did you feel about the burst? The burst is probably one of my favorite as far as musically, uh, designed thematically. Because you're essentially jumping between a bunch of different hexago- hexagonal areas. Mm-hmm. And I'm a sucker for hexagons. Like super hexagon, yeah. yeah. Good example. They're, they're super. <laughs> <laughs> but the music is very hype for the fight that you're doing. Very fast-paced. And you're essentially jumping through these hexagons, avoiding drones which are trying to attack you. Mm-hmm. Trying to find where she is, because she's stealth. Yeah. And then if you can engage her, you start fighting in that hexagon specifically and going through some phases and maybe she'll run away again. But throughout the fight, she's very taunty slash like a cat playing with a mouse. You can't see me, but I can see you. And she has a sniper rifle. We should, she we should does have a sniper that. rifle. Yeah. We should um, mention her attack. By that. It's an instant down, I think. It is an instant down. It takes so you your full health bar. dodge in between these hexagonal pillars mm-hmm. to use as like a, a buffer but I think the adequate description from her that the voice gives is on, on a scale, scale of 1 to 10, to 10 she's, she's an 11, 11. Mm-hmm. and, and she'd she give herself, herself a 12, 12. <laughs> yeah. it's pretty good it's uh that was that was a tough fight actually oh yeah it took me a couple a couple attempts to beat the burst um I do like that like in the culmination of it you're basically forcing her into melee even though she's got this like sniper rifle you're like alright no more of that. You're going to have to like do some kind of shadow strike attacks. And I'm just going to parry him and take you down. Um, which is a satisfying end to be yeah. shot in the face over and over again. I think uh, I think after that fight, the the edge, which was the next the next fight. So this is this is uh, definitely one of the best bosses in the game. I'm going to let Dave uh, also talk about that one, but I'll lead into it. The uh, the the scene is basically a dock. His area is um, this really peaceful. There's like a rowboat out at sea uh, or on the beach. I was going to say a rowboat <laughs> at, at sea. sea. A rowboat at Good sea. Good luck. <laughs> Can't get there. But uh, you, you meet him here on the dock and his attitude, uh, this next boss, the edge, is different from all the other bosses. He's not like, oh, I must stop you. You know, any of this, the imperative of the mission. He's here just to challenge himself. And every time that you go down in combat, he encourages you. You have more strength than you think. I want nothing but your very best. What do you What do you think about the edge? I fucking love this boss. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the the constant challenging encouragement. Like he's a fucking gym trainer. Yeah. And he wants to see you succeed. When you first get down there, he says, "I was I hoping was you'd make it this you far." Make it this far because he was waiting for this opportunity to engage you to like train himself as well as have you be better just a good all-around fight yeah um he's like i need this right this is the next level of challenge for me yeah and you can tell he's been training for a while he's got that full full full-on cyborg afro samurai vibe going yeah uh and he starts out with a sword doesn't seem to have that many bars of health he's kind of like fighting on the dock yeah and his attacks are a little bit they're not like one, two, three. Mm-hmm. They're staggered, so you have it's to. It's got a rhythm. Yeah, you have to learn that specific rhythm for the parries, 
Otherwise, you get punished, and if you get punished, it takes like a third of your health each time. Yeah, two bars. Two bars for every hit instead of just one. Yeah, it's super brutal. He has a, a quote throughout fighting him. Mm. Excellence, Excellence is not an art, art. It's pure it's habit. habit. We, we are, are what we repeatedly do. And this guy consistently fucked me up because I got punished hard multiple times. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> so it builds this feeling against you. Always when you play games, you want to you want to have that sense of completion. I came up to the challenge. I conquered the challenge. I continued on. And I didn't want to let this guy be a roadblock. Yeah. Because I also want to see how the game ended. But he's also giving you that motivation at the same time. Mm-hmm. Along with the good music that fits. Yeah. He's the opposite of the scale. Yeah. I mean, the scale's just like, you suck. Gonna stab you with yeah. my harpoons again. A lot of the jailers have such disdain and animosity towards you. But he's like, come on, let's make this good. Mm-hmm. This is a big day for me. Because I don't know if he truly thinks he can beat you. But he at least... He really wants to try. <laughs> yeah. He 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 wants he, he if he beats you, he wants to beat you at your very best. Yeah. And if he loses, he wants to be he wants to go out fighting at his very best. Yeah. And you get the feeling to say that he tried and gave it his all. Yeah. Not that he could cuz he's dead. Right. <laughs> spoiler, <laughs> spoiler I killed him. Oh. Is yeah. that why he wasn't there when I played through Dan? <laughs> <laughs> but after you do the uh dock portion the phase changes after i think two health bars and you go to a little walkway dock mm-hmm. where it now becomes just linear yeah it's like a, it's a 2d fighter essentially yeah so you have to parry those attacks and his projectiles and learning like the walking back and dodging forward i'm sure you mm-hmm. remember that yeah um but it felt really good to finally beat him also, the cocky motherfucker switches from a katana <laughs> to a wooden oar. Yeah, I know. Like, and, how... was, and was sh- stomping on my shit so much more. It was yeah. bad. He just traded up for a top tier weapon right there. <laughs> it's like, you can't beat an oar. The joke tier soul caliber type <laughs> weapon. It was pretty great, though. Feels super good to beat that guy. Um, and, yeah. It just, it's a refreshing, refreshing fight. Even though it's really hard. Also to note, he does look a little bit like you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I commented this to Dave kind of when we were done. I, I thought that maybe he uh, was related to you in some way or something mm-hmm. like that. And I don't think that's necessarily true. The, the person who did the art here was Takashi Okazaki. I might have messed that name up. But uh, the guy who did the illustration and writing for Afro Samurai. So there are, you mentioned Afro Samurai yeah. earlier. There are connections. Loofs. <laughs> But made by the same person. (laughs) So, coming off of that, a very difficult fight opponent hits you really hard. Uh, The voice has to hype you up for the next one. He goes back to his uh, quote that's come up several times at this point and says, The jailer is the key. Kill her and you'll be free. So, one last time. The jailer is the key. Kill her and you will be free. Uh, if I remember correctly, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, he uh, says that the next fight's going to be very difficult. Like, uh, you might not leave this fight, I think is one of the quotes. Mm. Um, she's treacherous and she's fast. And there's something in there that is meant to stop you for good. And at the time, you know, before before the fight, I was just like, oh, it's because I'm going to be stuck on this enemy forever, right? <laughs> um but that's not really the case. What what was your impression of the beat? She's an amateur. 
bitch ass. <laughs> not not the phrase I would use, but basically this is this is your victory lap kind of at the end. It's the beat is kind of uh, I don't know probably late teens early twenties uh, girl essentially who's who's the, the final jailer jailer uh, presumably because. Uh, nobody wanted to see her get hurt essentially right like she's she's like yeah you volunteered for the job we do need to have you put you on the bench kid yeah exactly but she's the last one why did they let her join how many were they prepared to sacrifice and uh, you can actually there's jumping over platforms dodging lasers to like get to her platform yeah and usually like if you lose your health bar you set back a phase the boss goes back uh you have to refight whatever phase you, if you lose your health bar, like on your way there, you don't lose anything. Like your health bar, you you lose the pip yeah. on your on your bar, but you regain all your health exactly where you were. You can keep chasing her, and as soon as you reach the platform, you'll gain another pip of health, like another full bar. Full bar. It's super forgiving compared to everything else the game has thrown at you. Um, but uh, she talks to you, right? Like she's talking throughout this. Do you remember uh, what she was saying or talking about? I remember at least early on. When she first sees you, she's like, everyone said that you they were, said you were a, a monster. monster, but you don't seem like a monster. You seem just like us. I look at you and I don't understand. We're so alike. And she's very like, why do we have to fight? Yeah. But then you start the engagement and she's running away. She's still talking to you mm-hmm. almost as equals. Like she's trying to understand where you're coming from. Right. And things. But then after you fight a little bit more, she's like... No, you, you are, are a monster. monster. Yeah. And she, I guess, it's, maybe she feels like some evil aura about you or something mm-hmm. else. Because again, you're, as your character, you're not providing any speech or dialogue or commentary. Mm-hmm. It's just what people perceive by your actions. And mm-hmm. constantly going forward. <laughs> yeah. And this trail of murder right yes. down to the surface of the planet. Yeah, she she says she says things in the fight like... Um, you know, like we're such, we're so alike. Yeah. Like, um, like, and as she, she actually says the line, she's just like, I can't, um, I, I have to stop you. You have to stop here. It's like, um, everything around you withers and dies. Don't you understand? If you are world withers and dies. And you're like, I mean, yeah, I've killed a lot of bosses, but I mean, everything, there's the bunny guy right over there and he's, yeah. he's fine with this. Um, Important to note, uh, nobody else seems to interact with the voice. That's true. He's not there during the fights. Nobody mentions him. He just teleports around. Yeah. So as far as you're concerned, it's a contraption that your mind has devised. That's what I thought. We're breaking out of prison. (laughs) Prison break, just you and me, buddy. Yeah. He says to himself. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But yeah, it's and you get to the end and she's, she's not even a threat. Uh, I think in the final phase of the fight, um, her attacks, even if she hits you, which she very, very rarely attacks, it doesn't do any damage. Literally nothing. Yeah. Like, uh, she tries to trigger a giant, gigantic laser Uh to shoot you down. And you, being a badass, just kind of go through it. You just ninja through it, yeah. Yeah. High frames. (laughs) (laughs) That was a quick dodge. Yeah. (laughs) But then... She's pretty much expended all of her energy. Part of her suit's broken. Yeah. And she's trying to go at you with all that she has, which you imagine like a very tired, exasperated person mm-hmm. swinging like literally a stick at you. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, nah. 
You'll never play hockey again. (laughs) (laughs) So you cut her down pretty quickly, and then you're done. Yeah, the, the jailer comes up. He's like, "Hey, like we've finally done it." We and there's just, there's sadness. You got it. You can't skip this. Can't skip right, this because it made me feel so bad. Cool. The final cutscene is you stab her through the chest, and she says, "Please, Please hold my hold hand." Hold my hand. And then, and then dies, and your guy just stands there, like the ultimate douchebag, the douchebaggiest douchebag to ever douchebag. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I hate my character so much right now. Yeah. But yes, <laughs> the, the, the you don't exactly is. feel like the best person. You don't see. You don't feel like the main hero protagonist. You feel more of a some form of anti-hero, but you're still not entirely sure. But then you finally get to leave the prison and you go down to the planet. Yeah, and I think there's a. We can talk about the voice now. This would be it. I don't think it jumps immediately to. You see, the you... voice, right? No, no, you have to you have to cross like a bridge yeah. and some things to see his thing. But as soon as you get down onto the surface of the planet, there literally is a black ring of decay around you. Yeah. And wherever you walk on the planet while it's playing like the main theme mm-hmm. does wither and decay and does not regenerate. Yeah. And so you're like Holy You are the shit. end is the song that plays. Yeah. And so as you explore around, you're obviously making more things wither, but you explore on the beach, and then you get a cutscene with the voice. And it's a really lush, like, world. Like, this is a very, very pretty world. There's mm-hmm. towers, there's some villages and things. And everything you come close to just dies. And he just casually walks through it. Um, after the credits start to roll, and eventually it goes to black. When the credits complete, you actually regain control, and you start ninja running, like you're in uh, Naruto. But, uh, yeah, you can go to the beach, talk to the voice, and uh, he's there with his daughter. And this is this is the reason that the voice uh, wanted to escape the prison. He was one of the guardians. All of the guardians were locked in there, the jailers, to keep you there. Yeah. That was their duty. They couldn't leave. And he went against that to free you because he couldn't stand being without his daughter. Yeah. And, and he saw you as a means to an end to yeah. essentially break all those barriers to get down to his daughter. Mm-hmm. There comes a moment in the in the uh, the fight with the song at the end. There's a bit of hesitation before the stranger uh, or writer kills the song, and right after that, the voice says, um, "It's like, did you did you hesitate? Like, I never expected that of you. It's like maybe there's hope after all." Which is such a crazy line for someone who's encouraging you to kill every jailer. Yeah, and that's because. Throughout the whole game, he's feeding you all these lines about how bad these jailers are, the things they've done. For the beat, he actually makes her seem like the worst of them. I think he actually says something like that. Yeah. She's the worst of them. And it's just it's just a girl. Um, but he knows that he has to make her evil to you, or you might not follow through. Yeah. He didn't want to risk it on the chance of us finding a, uh, a sense of guilt, possibly. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't want you to develop a conscience until he could be free yeah he's honestly like he's so manipulative and i thought i was gonna be fighting him up until the end but there's no way to yeah it always seems like when you have a mystery character like that show up it's like final boss material yeah i know (laughs) i tried so many times to find some way out of here but there wasn't one except for you if only i could have found a way out without killing them, without freeing you. 
But I couldn't outsmart my greatest work. And slowly that ancient animal part of my brain took over. The urge that made me fast when she was in danger. That kept me awake when she was sick. The architect gave up. And the father came up with a plan. I know what you're thinking. There's a thin line between love and madness. Time will tell. So then as you walk away, she's like, I'll wear your bunny hat for a hat, fool. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> your hat is not my hat. <laughs> so as you walk away and you you know you're essentially some force of destruction. Yeah. Um, you go to this tower. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to TLDR some of this stuff. But basically you find out that you essentially crashed on this planet. You were the comet that hit. And yeah. caused so much destruction. And people fought against you and imprisoned you. And they didn't want to actually kill you off because they were worried that more of you would come. So as you enter the tower, you get shot up into space. And there's a, a satellite facility up there where there's basically an AI saying, like, hey, how did it go? Yeah. And it's like... Did you kill everybody? It's like, what's what's the evaluation for the yeah. planet? Is it ready for assimilation? Because you are not an individual. You are one of many, mm-hmm. many riders who are sent to planets to for the purpose of destruction. Is it worth assimilating, basically, yeah. I think, is what it came down to. So you have this option to say, like, yeah, fuck the planet, fucking nuke it. Yep. <laughs> or you can say, you know what? The, this isn't exactly for me. And you can essentially fight the AI that's on the mothership, which is called the Star. The Star, yeah. I don't think Jake and I or I had explored that no. option. I uh, I was pretty satisfied at this point yeah. in the game, so I was just like, I'm good. Also, it was hard, and I was tired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am a time. <laughs> yeah, and that's it's just it's this crazy culmination. You get a choice at the end if you choose to uh, cause the invasion. All of the writers, the other writers, uh, just descend on the planet in this this firestorm. And you see uh, the voice and his daughter kind of like hugging in this final scene. Um, and we did, I think we both looked up at the other end, if you do manage to actually beat the star, in which case um, the ship explodes, the station, and uh, Ryder falls back down to the planet. And you're like, hmm, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe it'll work out. A little bit of hopefulness at yeah. least. So though you've killed like a lot of important people, <laughs> yes. the planet itself and all of its inhabitants are safe. So, a little trade-off. That's not the canonical ending, though. You definitely nuke it all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Nuked no. it for the plot. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy. And, and the fact that they can drop so many hints, like, about... Uh, he's the architect. The voice, that's the other thing, is the voice is the architect of the whole jail. The whole prison. Like, he designed this system to hold you. And... Yeah, I'm, I'm like... I'm not sure if they completely clarify whether um, they avoid killing you just because they're afraid another one's going to come out or if you're actually immortal. They say you're immortal. They yeah. say they can't kill you. But it's all really suspicious at the end when you see all of the other ones. Um, it's just too cool. It's just this perfect like unfolding at the end. And uh, I really like games when they take the... Um, they let you assume you're the good guy. They're like, you're a good guy. You're a prisoner. You need to get out. Like, the the, the desire for freedom is 
like fundamentally ingrained in people. Even if you're playing a video game, you're kind of like, oh, I mean, I'm being held by the bad guys, right? Yeah, Skyrim, yeah. Yeah, like most of the Elder Scrolls games, there's like, there was some, not to take this too far into to real world, but there's a, um, some countries where attempting to escape from prison is not in itself, um, does not cause punishment. They'll return you to your cell, they'll do whatever, but they're not used. Yeah, they don't like increase your sentence because they think it's, they believe that the desire for freedom is a fundamental human trait. So, like, it's really interesting, right? I kind of like that. It's like, you did a good job, you tried, but uh, no. Yeah, I mean, like, well, it's, it's our bad. We almost let you get away, right? That's our responsibility. Um, I mean, depending on how you go about it, uh, I guess in that situation, I'll probably just cut this whole thing. I don't know how much we want to go into real life politics, but the idea is if someone is escaping and they're going to be caught or like cornered or something like that, they're not going to do something super risky to like hurt anybody because yeah. they know that it's they... not an all or nothing situation. Exactly. You can reset back to, yeah, you still have that hole in your cell that you've been digging. You'll just go right through again. <laughs> But, uh, but no, a game sets you up as the prisoner, you're going to think the jailers are bad. And the game tells you the jailers are bad. But the voice does. But the voice is not a reliable <laughs> narrator. This is true. Uh, so anyways, that's all I've got for uh, for Fury. It's an amazing game. 10 out of 10 easily. Yeah, you should have played it before listening to Definitely this. I should have played it. What have you done? <laughs> you poor fool. <laughs> Do you have any, like possible criticisms for the game or things they maybe could have improved on or things you'd like to see if they were ever to attempt something like a sequel um it's i don't know it's really tough like if this is one of those games where i think if they jumped in on a sequel and they tried like to maintain continuity it's really hard because the first game was like surrounded in twists and the lack of knowledge one of the things driving you forward i think in the game is obviously just the boss rushes you know the the actual gameplay mechanics Mm. but the story is not explained to you. It's left completely open and they let you guess, which is the most important thing. I was watching a, a video about like um, how people make movies and uh, the advice was if you are going to present something to the audience, uh, the main character or something like that's going to learn, only, prevent, only present the dots, don't present the connections. And I think letting people make those connections and making those theories yeah. and things like that would made Fury way better for me. Like, I was talking to Dave while I was playing through it, and I'm like, I'm really suspicious about this thing, and it's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I think you called pretty much most of the game's plot. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just, you know you're the bad guy. That's the point. You're like, there's no hope. I just hope there's a worse bad guy. <laughs> but, uh... But yeah, I mean, I would I would definitely play a sequel. I would hope that they kind of um, they take it somewhere else. You know, they do they do something else with other questions, um, or they expand on things so that there's bigger questions. Right? They're just like, oh yeah, you're still writer, but this is this is a thousand years after the destruction of the civilization. You're traveling through space or something like that. Just bring it into a space where there's more questions. We'll make that game. We'll get on that immediately <laughs> after this. We'll be sending our ideas over to uh, the game bakers, and <laughs> we'll get on this. <laughs> hey, two generic white guys that had some some advice for you. <laughs> some helpful advice. But um, well, what about yourself? Do you have any uh, any final thoughts on the game, or 
whether you'd play more in the future, whether you think the artist should make any more music. <laughs> um, this is something I still am considering buying, like a physical soundtrack for. Hmm. I know they have released some actual LPs. Yeah. But I'm Get not that hipster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think the game set out to do like one or two specific things and achieve them flawlessly. I don't think there's any chaff in the game. I don't think there's extra fluff. Yeah. I think it's exactly what it is and what it needs to be. And it just hits all dots for me. I definitely want to go back and replay some things. Maybe try and do like a how Time. fast can I do a run? Right. Or how be, be many times furrier. can I not fuck up? <laughs> yeah. The harder difficulty. Furrier. Um, so much fun to play. Ah. <sighs> I think it's about time we wrap it up, folks. Hopefully you enjoyed the game, since you definitely played it before listening to this podcast. Right. Or, if you didn't, which I know you didn't, uh, maybe check it out afterwards. It's still a decent game, even if you have stuff spoiled. It's very fun and challenging and enjoyable. Yeah. And if you did take a break to play the game, and then came back and finished off this podcast, you can now listen to our next podcast that has been released since you started listening to this one. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're a working adult. We understand. You don't have that much time for games. You're going to beat this over the course of several days. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, uh, thanks everybody again for listening. And have a good day, night, or weekend, whatever the fuck your deal is. Peace. See ya. So now you know. Maybe you think I'm insane, or maybe you understand. You were my only chance. I hoped it would change you. I think it did. It doesn't really matter. What does matter is what you are going to do.